Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Whoa, it's us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. Welcome to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Just hanging out tonight. I have my, one of my roommates in the studio. Jonathan is back. How you doing tonight, man? Man, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I feel like a little bit awkward because whenever someone says, oh, hey, it's Jonathan, like I automatically like wave. Yeah. And You always wave? I don't know why. It's like, oh, hey, it's Jonathan. Oh, hey. Hi. Yeah. So, But it's just me and you in the studio right now, and so it's like... Yeah, why are you waving I, I, at me? Like, yeah. we live together, man. I, I know. <laughs> it's like, what's up? What's up? But oh, you man. and I have both been on this uh, big, you know, health-eating kick working out. Yep. It feels good. Yeah, it's like, I really feel much better. See, um, you're doing... I'm doing the DDP yoga. Right. Yeah. It's wrestling theme for me. I listened to too much of Jericho's podcast. I'm like, I'll, I'll hit up the yoga. It's worked. Yeah. It, it does work. I have to say I'm, I'm impressed at how well it works. But you're doing something a little more hardcore than that. Yeah. I guess you can say that. Um, yeah. I would say that. Well, yeah. Well, doing CrossFit. Yeah. I, I've don't want to be one of those people that always just talks about CrossFit. Okay, yeah. I was wondering why so, the hesitation. Yeah, no. I mean, like, I do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for a little over a month now. Been go- waking up super early. I'm usually out of the house no later than 5 in the morning. Yeah, I've been awake in my room or, like, I'll hear something and it'll wake me up. I'm like, who's breaking in? I'm like, oh, no. Jonathan's going to work out now. Yeah. And, and so... Like, I do feel better about it. Um, I really do enjoy it more than regular weightlifting, mm-hmm. uh, which I do enjoy. But one thing that CrossFit has made me realize, and it forces me to do, is A, my cardio sucks. <laughs> it really does suck. And so, I mean, of course, CrossFit, like, there's always some cardio element to the workouts. And usually at the end of the workout, I'm like, <gasps> yeah, it's like dead. Yeah. Like my shirt's all soaked in sweat. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, I got a pretty good workout. Yeah. I mean, Christy here at the station does yeah. CrossFit and I've, uh, she's had incredible results with it. And I, I might have to jump on the bandwagon. I'm not going to talk about it all the time, but I'm, right. uh, you know, I want to keep up with the yoga, but I'm starting to move towards, I want to build muscle. I want to get bigger, better, stronger, faster. All these things, you know. Oh, yeah. And what was the, uh, yeah, the Daft Punk song? I just want to live that song. Don't you do it that already? I, I kind of do. I mean, I'm, tonight when I get home, I'll do a 30-minute workout. 
And then I'll do an hour of the double black diamond tomorrow morning, <sighs> early in the morning. And it just, yeah. I'm, I don't know, it feels good. And it is rough, especially, man, waking up that early, going like 5.15. But it's it's like when I first started this schedule. You build mm-hmm. up a callus. Yeah. Like you get used to it. And you realize, I saw a great article the other day on uh, energy. And that people think, oh, I must conserve my energy. So I need to get good sleep. And it is good to get a, have a nice regular sleep pattern. Oh, yeah. No, that's very important. But that only conserves and keeps you at a baseline. Right. So if all you're doing is laying around all day or sitting all day, and then you just sleep, you're not going to gain more energy. So if you push yourself, this article claims, and you just push further into where it Mm -hmm. hurts, and you are a little uncomfortable, well, not just a little uncomfortable, you're miserable. Right. But it's maybe misery for an hour or two, and with the recovery and all, and over time, you build up that energy, and so you wake up in the morning. I'm sure, though, you wake up some mornings, and it's like, it's just too much. No, actually, that happened last week, mm-hmm. where it was, it was like, uh, like I woke up at like four thirty. I'm like, yeah, no, alarm go off <laughs> and hit the snooze. I was like, I don't want to go. And then, because like I'm at the point where it's like, if I don't go, mm-hmm. I'm just going to feel guilty for the rest of the day. Yeah, and I just would rather not do that. And but I was really, really considering just skipping the workout. So like I went to the website, see what we were doing that day, which is something like I usually never do. But as I'm going to the website looking, trying to find the workout, my body's like, Screw you, you're not going back to sleep. <laughs> and I was like, God dang it. Yeah. It's like might as well go. Gotta go. And I was, like, the one of, like, two people that showed up that morning. Yeah, I I can't imagine those early morning sessions, people actually doing things. But I might have to start joining you, like I said. It's a a whole lifestyle thing. Now, I've admitted on these airwaves the reason I've uh, started to work out and why I've been doing DDP yoga is because I started watching wrestling. And there's only so long where you're watching all these men and women who are, like, in great shape where you look in the mirror and you say i i look like a i'm i'm skinny fat i mean right. i'm, I'm yeah, a small you are. yeah i was i was terrible i was skinny fat it's like okay and you get self-conscious and you know it's a little bit of vanity but now it's like i feel good like mm-hmm. i enjoy actually pushing myself and finding more and more energy and i'll see on the airwaves makes your mind work a little better oh yeah of course there's somebody who's continuing to call us wow I'm not sure why. It's the number is two seven two nine two two eight, but they called before I even gave out the number. Who's this? You're on the hey. air. Hey, Julian. Hey, who's this? Hey, this is Tom. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Tom. I'm well. I'm hanging in there. Hey, I know. I know. Hey, I was going to ask you uh, a question about the ones that uh, like call in and everything, uh, and how you felt about. Uh, it was going off the I think I was going to I messed up call you tomorrow buddy alright what was that this is the the yeah, the nature of live radio, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes somebody's phone isn't working yeah and you know I do take calls I, blindly so if people want to play a prank 
Make my day. Make my day. Because I might play a prank on you where I leave you on hold. Who knows? <laughs> but it's this wrestling kick I've been on that's yeah. kind of got me thinking about, okay, here's what I'm going to eat. But it's also like, you've seen me. I eat mm-hmm. mostly meat. Mm-hmm. Mostly meat. And uh, I'm sitting here thinking, the, I really did take a break from wrestling. Yeah. As a, you know, I watched as a kid. You Did you actually take a break? Yes. Yes, I did take a break. Okay, I was wondering if you just stayed with it and kind of kept it no, as a guilty pleasure. No, um, so it was like when it was all-encompassing. Right. So like 98. And we're like in fourth, fifth, sixth yeah, grade. Yeah, fourth, fourth or fifth grade. Right. Like going into the fifth grade. And I was like going into the fifth grade. That's when it lost interest for me because I was a WCW fan. Likewise. And... Like, as, like, a 10, 11-year-old kid, I was like, oh, this is pretty stupid. <laughs> and, and like, as I've gotten older, you know, I've gone back and rewatched what I thought was really stupid. And yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. What has happened to us, though? Because I thought the same thing when I was a kid. Like, oh, I got this figured out. I'm real stupid. I guess we're now, like, in on the joke. Like, we well, get what it's all about. Well, I mean, like, no, back then it was just so bad. Okay, yeah, yeah WCW no, like, was that yeah, bad. Yeah, like, okay. it, like, it was that bad. I mean, like, you had David Arquette be the world heavyweight champion. Oh, that's terrible. I stopped yeah. before then. I'm yeah, glad I stopped. I did, too. That like, I fa- Like, I found that out, like, when I got back into wrestling, uh, <laughs> like, years past that. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, sometimes, it, you know, money does not solve everything. Folks think that, oh, if I just had money... I could make my life better. I could make a business work. No, WCW is a perfect example where they're getting flush with money. Yeah. And they drive it into the ground. Yeah. Not to say that money does not make your life easier. Oh, it can make life easier, yeah. Oh, it would definitely for sure make my life easier. And all those guys who sat on the sidelines when WWE took over and, you know, had those guaranteed contracts. I'm sure that's a sweet deal. Oh, yeah, just sit at home, do nothing, get paid. It's kind of like we were talking about the other day, Megyn Kelly. She left Fox News, Uh huh. and she, I think it was a $45 million guaranteed money for three years. At NBC or Fox News? At NBC. So now her her ratings are terrible. She's not doing well. Her star has fallen, but she still gets that money. In the words of Liberace... I'll be laughing all the way to the bank. All the way to the bank. Who would have thunk Liberace was gay? I thought he was just flamboyant. But then that, you know, HBO behind the candelabra just changed my mind. I didn't realize it until after I saw that weird thing. Yeah, I didn't realize Elton John was gay. Oh, really? You just thought he was flamboyant. I just thought he was out there. Well, see, I'm a big Prince fan. As far as I know, that was was, was a straight man. Who knows? Maybe 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 he's... Maybe he's maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was a switch hitter. You don't know. You don't Who cares? Know. Who cares? Yeah. Well, apparently he kind of had some old school hangups about that stuff. Like Wendy and Lisa and his band are lesbians, and they're a couple. A couple. They're partnered together. Whatever it is. Right. And uh, I think he gave him a hard time about it. Not like you know, real mean, but he would tease him about it. So I think he kind of had this old school mentality now, when it came to sexuality. Now was it like a? Like a playful tease, like uh, hey, like always. friends, like friends, always, like giving each other a hard time, right? Yeah. Depending on how you 
take that phrase that I just said. Hard time, right? No, it's. uh, We're getting off on a a tangent, though. I mean, I'm sure there's nothing. There's nothing homosexual about wrestling. No, no, nothing at all. No, seriously. No, no. no. It's just It's it's a bunch of brothers sitting around, like oiling up, working on their abs. And they get out there and they tangle up in the ring, and it's it's a what confident men do in speedos. In speedos, I couldn't wear. Okay, that's a fun topic. If you are a wrestler, what's your outfit? Do you do the long trunks that are tight? Do you do the the short trunks like the speedo thing? Do you do more like the Kevin Owens look where you don't work out at all and you're wearing shorts and like a you know cut off sleeves T shirt? That seems like the easiest route. Well, yeah, I mean, that seems like the easiest route, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I would probably go, ooh, I would probably go with the long tights. The long tights. Yeah, the right. long tights. With, with the boots. Yeah, with the boots. Um, you know, probably, I think the shortest I'll go would be, like, the uh, the shorts that, like, go half halfway up your thigh. Okay, like big compression shorts yeah. sort of thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I can't, um, I can't but, do the speedo. But then again, I mean, like if I if I were to do that, I would need to get like really tan, like my legs to get really tan. No, oh, see, I'm a because, ghost. Um, I couldn't do it. Well, I mean, for me, it's like I have hairy legs. Yeah, you are a hairy man. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yes, I'm a hairy man. But yeah, look at my arms. Look at my legs. Right. Yeah, hairy. But if I were to take off my shirt, nope. No Not. chest hair. What no, happened to our no, generation? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, my chest hair is like... I have really hairy legs. I have I, no I chest hair. I don't... Yeah, it's just... Maybe it's something in the water. Yeah, not, not that much hair on my chest. What did they do to... Maybe it was all the, the low-fat crap. That, you know, on that, that kick when fat was bad for you? Like, uh, really, really bad for like you? I, I think it has something to do with genetics. Which, oh, yeah. I yeah. think you're right. We can't always yeah. be you know, like I mean, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I'm like. i the only one in my family, out of my dad and my brother, mm. that can actually grow a beard. Uh, right. I'm working on it. Yeah. It's, it's getting there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting there. I mean, like, you do have a better mustache at this point than I than I had. It's true. Had a pretty pretty sketch well, mustache. You, didn't you have to grow a beard for your, uh, your tour? One time, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We had to we had to blend in with yeah. the locals. Yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking if I'm a wrestler, I might. I'm probably going. I'm. I'm just going all out. You got to be in great shape, right? But I wear the speedo. Yeah. And I mean, you I, already have the hair. Yeah, I have the long hair. Yeah. And I wear like a luxurious robe, like Ric Flair, Bobby Roode. Yeah. That, that's me. I mean, that's straight. I'm that obnoxious. You are. I, I you, really you are. I feel like I'm that obnoxious, that narcissistic, and I would love to be that ridiculous in front of thousands of people every night. Oh, yeah. No. Like, that would be fantastic. That would be the dream. No, I'm... Uh, uh, but, I, you know, I haven't really put much thought into what my wrestling character would be. Mm. I, th- I think, like, the most thought I put into it was when we were talking, or when Andrew and I were talking about or other roommate, for yeah, folks who don't know. Other roommate. Uh, about, hey, let's be a tag team. Oh, yeah, like, oh, y'all want to be a tag team. Okay. Like, what's going to be our song? And I forgot what our song was. Mm. Like, that's about as how far 
we got uh, as far yeah. as that thought process. Well, you're not actually in the business. You're not even doing. We're not. No. We're just we're just fantasizing here. No. Right. Well, I would. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to Money in the Bank because the last WWE pay per view, for the most part, was crap. Yeah. The backlash was terrible. Yeah. WWE received some backlash yes. for that pay per view. Stop trying to make Roman Reigns happen. And it's even gone back on them, like with uh, Roman Reigns is now facing Jinder Mahal this Sunday. And you actually have people cheering the modern day Maharaja. Well, like, you, I mean, you don't hinder the gender. You know, no, you don't. You don't. I actually saw him live. That was a lot of fun in Birmingham. I, yeah. you know me, I'm not a big rah rah. You know, like yeah. Wave the flag. It is Flag Day. I might wave a flag on Flag Day, but I'm not a big rah rah guy. I love the ideals of the country, but you know me. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I became very nationalistic and patriotic when Jinder Mahal came out to the ring in Birmingham. <laughs> It's like, you suck, USA, USA. I'm like, I'm such a mark in this way. I've just completely fallen for it. But I I do it to say I'm excited, and I continue to be excited. I'm genuinely excited about the women's division. I I watch Ronda Rousey and go, okay, I know this is, like, how are they going to make her style work in the WWE? And it continues to impress me. I mean, I think she should do the whole... Goldberg route, like oh undefeated of oh, thirty seconds. Get them in the, get them in the armbar, make them tap, and boom. And that's just what Easy. she does. Easy. She puts on that game face. E- yeah, she puts on that game face. It's what worked in UFC. Now, but for folks who don't know, and I wish the WWE was paying me, paying us. But oh, I'm just oh, willing it. to talk about it. I guess they're never going to pay me if I do. No. But uh, money in the bank. Uh, I might have to introduce something like that into the show. Like, you get a night where you get to take over the show. I'm thinking this. But the way it works, there's going to be a men's and a women's ladder match. This was created by Chris Jericho, right? Right. And so above the ring, suspended above the ring by a cable, is a briefcase with a contract that you can challenge the champion at any moment in time. And... Usually it works out for the person who gets the briefcase because, say, the champion has just defended the title, but they're dog-tired. They're hobbled, crippled, and you run into the ring, you say, I want my match now, and you just take them out when they're already out. So, I mean, this is, it's a big get. And so the whole idea is it's eight men in the men's match, eight women in the women's match. And the whole point of the match, the way you win, is you climb up the ladder you unhook the briefcase. You're either Mr. or Mrs. Money in the Bank. Yeah. That's how it works. So, you're actually thinking about doing that for this show? Yeah, I might incorporate but like a how? wild car. How? Well, there are ways we do these things in radio. Like, we do a little contest, you know? Like, somebody could challenge me. No, I'm thinking about bringing in, like, good faith political fights. Okay. Like, we're going to have a topic tonight... Like who are the best? Who's the best president ever? Oh, like who's the best president of the 19th century? I would go for a, a fairly unorthodox answer because he was so unimpressive. He was impressive. I did a James pro- A. Garfield, not Garfield. Garfield had his his pluses. He's not that unimpressive. No, I would. I mean, he was only in pre- office for like what two months, right? I, and I'm not talking about the guy who got the cold, right? Because he wanted to oh. speak. Was that Zachary Taylor? Yeah, like he was like, 
I'm a common man. Like he yeah. was the common man before the common man. And by the way, folks, this is Jonathan and I are not experts on American history. No, not We're at just, all. But no, I did a project on this guy. Okay. I would pick my favorite president of the 19th century. Andrew Jackson. It's not Jackson. Van Buren. Nope, it's not Ulysses S. Grant. It is Millard Fillmore. Oh, because of the name. Yeah, well, not just the name. Like he was the last of his kind. I mean, what? and and it's, like, was he a Whig? I think so. Yeah. So yeah, he really was the last yeah. of his kind. Like he really held out for the losers. I mean, sometimes you gotta look and respect the losers. It right. happens in wrestling too, where somebody yeah. loses in an impressive manner. That's what you got to look for. So, is there a particular match this weekend you're looking forward to? Ooh. Simmer on that one. Yeah, let me simmer on that. Yeah. Uh, I may not have a match that I'm, like, particularly looking forward to. Yeah, that's their problem right now these days. It's, yeah. Okay, I will say this. All right. I will say this. This has always irked me. Like, when I, even, like, when I first, like, reheard it. The Irresistible Force. Yeah. Nia Jax. No. No, 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 no. She was not the Irresistible Force. I will tell you who the Irresistible Force is. Oh. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. It's Hulk Hogan. Like, when when you see clips of WrestleMania 3 again, Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant, you hear Gorilla Monsoon go, The Irresistible Force versus the Immovable Object. Ah, yes. So, it's... Whenever I hear Irresistible Force, and like even like I'll say this like pretty much all the time whenever I hear it, and I'm like, no, she's not. She's not. She's not Hulk Hogan. You're not respecting the legacy of no Hulkamania. No. I see where you're coming from. I mean, he's, like I do realize that he's kind of persona non grata mm-hmm. after that whole racist video thing oh, came out. Yeah. But, but didn't he win Peter Thiel? Uh, didn't they sue the pants off Gawker? Yeah, they, they did. Like that was, case. that was a um, that was like a very interesting First Amendment issue. Right. Um, Can you take a tape of somebody when they don't know they're being filmed? And is it considered newsworthy? Right. Now I will say this: Gawker did themselves no favor. True. No favor at all because they were. I think that they made some like uh, child pornography jokes. Really? On the stand? Uh, in court? In court? I think I, if my memory serves me right, like they made some really bad jokes. Yeah. And then they just came across as that smug, sarcastic a hole mm-hmm. that you just. Don't that you just want to see their face get beat? Yeah, they thought they would never get beat. Right, but Peter Thiel put up the money. Uh, well, Peter Thiel also had like a little vendetta against Gawker because they had done something to him. They had outed him. Oh, they outed him as gay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, so now that they're trying to embarrass Hulk Hogan with some salacious video. Yeah, I think Peter Thiel was like, "Hey, Hulkster, uh, yeah. let's." Uh, I want to get back at Gawker. It is a and weird And you want world. to get back at Gawker. It's a weird world where there are new lines being drawn for privacy. Right. And uh, I, I think it's pretty unseemly. Like I'll put it this way. I wouldn't want to work for a website that does this. I wouldn't want to work for Team Z. I don't want yeah. to be a tabloid type I don't, guy. Like, I don't think... 
like weekly world news, I could probably do. No, that would be fun. Yeah. But no, I mean TMZ like like I would just feel so so sleazy. Yeah. Like like I just I don't think I would sleep well. Well, and also like you have to I think probably about, work there for like a week tops. I think about this all the time being on air. Like you you know, if you have a microphone, you have a little bit of power. Right. And even just a few thousand people listening right now, you learn something about somebody. You have to be very prudent about that and respect people's boundaries. Like, you know, I do try to be fairly freewheeling with this show. Right. Um, but you do not need to be outing people, trying to embarrass people. It's a misuse of power. Of power, but I think a misuse of the medium. This should be for conversation and having fun. I mean, we really are freewheeling tonight. Oh, yeah. And I, I want to get back to something. I do want to bring in the idea of, like, political fights. Yes. Like, well, and it won't be the traditional, like, let's talk about abortion. Everybody have fun. <laughs> no, it'll be like, who's the best president of the 19th century? You know, Or who's the best vice president? Which war would you want to fight in? Because war is hell. You don't want to make yeah. you know, light of war, but we're going to. You know, right. Which would be the most interesting to fight in? I mean, you could, I'm just spitballing here, but I, I want to bring in a few people, and we're mm-hmm. going to have some contests here, and we'll have some stupid prize. More than people's pride. And here, let's go to the phones real quick. You're, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi, it's Debbie. Hey, Debbie. What's up? Well, I just thought I would um, give my opinion on who the best president is. And, of course, I personally love Dusty Rhodes. Oh, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, my gosh. He was just... <laughs> he was such I a I have dined with kings and queens. Oh, yeah, man. He should get out there and talk his beans. <laughs> pork and beans. Oh yeah, he he could talk it now, and then he, you know, he's just so big. You would think he couldn't wrestle him; he could tear it up. And it's like, oh my God, that man is something else. Like I would wi- back up that mouth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, like I wish I had just an ounce of that dusty swag, that charisma. Yeah. Oh yeah, just yeah. just 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 an mm-hmm. ounce of that, and I think my life would be like way better. <laughs> I mean, you just couldn't help but love him, even though he was being ugly as all get out. You're saying, "Yeah, Dusty, I love you." <laughs> so, who's the but best anyway, president? Oh, my opinion is Thomas Jefferson, and the reason why oh, is teacher. because he, yeah, because Ooh. he had this concept that everybody should be self efficient. If you're self-efficient, you don't depend on the government. If you don't depend on the government, that means you can tell them where to go if they get out of hand. Indeed. And so, to me, he was way before his time in that concept. And you also and had the we had it today. You the like the greatest real estate deal of all time, the Louisiana Purchase. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. got one yeah. over on old Napoleon there. Yeah. Put Trump yeah, to he shame. Did. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. But, no, I, I just felt like um, for somebody, you look back and you say, okay, who's the most memorable? He sure enough put a lot of things out there for us to remember, too. True. And yeah. I, I get tired of the greatest presidents are always the war presidents. Lincoln, Roosevelt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. which one? Uh, well, FDR, <laughs> Franklin. Okay. Um, Teddy wanted war. Oh, yeah. Oh, he loved war. Um, yeah. But, no, nah, and Woodrow Wilson for a while got thrown in there. I think there's been some pushback in conservative circles that here's how bad Wilson was. And and right. even by, like, the crazy progressive standards today, Wilson was an unadulterated racist, man. 
really yes, bad. Yes, he was. Really, yes, really bad. Was. And that idea of managing, he was literally one of these elites that we talk yeah. about the establishment all the time. Um, I I just couldn't stand Wilson. I you know I look back and I look at like the Reagan years. I don't think Reagan was perfect, but mm-hmm. I I look Reagan didn't get us into any major wars. There was prosperity under his watch. But I think also I think presidents get too much credit yeah. and blame for the economy. I mean they want to take the credit so they get the blame. I know how the game works, but you know Reagan's well, not bad. Um, well, I lived through Carter and I lived through Reagan, and I can tell you. It was an immense difference between the two. And, I mean, as far as likability, I think Carter was um, up there at the top. But as far as actually knowing how to run the country, especially foreign affairs, that's where he really came down on the bad end of the stick. He, he was not good at that. And he really hurt us. I mean, waiting at the pump, only being allowed to get gas every other day. Right, right. I mean, there was a lot of Sounds things at that time that was very difficult. And I watched my parents having to scrimp by and, uh, you know, having to wait at the pumps was something I'll never forget. And having to worry about, okay, is my number, you know, my social security number ending with an even or an odd? What day do I get to go? And people I mean, switching license plates in order to make it work. But here, oh, yeah. And, but, They're Debbie, here's but... here's my idea. is like We're being very nice and conversational right now, as we should be. Right. I don't have any yeah. reason to be mad at you, do I? And No, I don't. Oh, and so, no. so, like, I'm imagining, though, you pick Thomas Jefferson, greatest president ever. Somebody comes out and says, no, it's FDR, and I want to fight. Um, I want a good faith, fun fight on my hands. Nothing is off limits. You can bring up Sally Hemings. You can bring up the internment camps. If you want to bring up the negatives, you can bring up all sorts you, of things. You can bring up FDR's lame legs. Yeah, I mean, if you want to. I mean, that's dangerous territory there, Jonathan. You dangerous. Said, no. You said it. You said anything, anything goes. goes. Do you but it might, but if Do you I go need to bring the razor blade for them? They're hairy legs, huh? <laughs> well, Debbie, we got to hit a break here. So thank you so much for the call. Take care. No, but I, I would love to see people essentially cut wrestling promos against each other, but for the sake of talking about politics and American history. That's an idea. I might bring it out on Thursdays or Fridays. We'll figure out a time. That's something I'm working on. It's stewing in my brain. It's, mm. I don't want it to just be me having a conversation or me, you know, mentally masturbating. I don't want to do that. I don't want that at all. Uh, I want it to be, you know, an open conversation, a little entertainment, and that way I can introduce in, like, a wild card, like a Money in the Bank briefcase that somebody can challenge. We'll have a belt, we'll have champs. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, we got to tell folks about Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group. Let's talk about Eddie Bader and the yeah. Gibson Group. Well, I mean, he's a great guy. I mean, he showed us a few houses the other day. Yeah. And um, he's really helping me through the process. He kind of opened my eyes to how much is out there in the housing market right now, whether you're buying or selling, and a lot of variation. Like downtown, for instance, he taught me, is really developing. Um, as more investments going into downtown Montgomery, there's a lot of opportunities for, say, restoring an older property or picking one up. Somebody's already restored and doing a few improvements, and you can you treat it as an investment, rent it out, or you can make a lot of money reselling it. There's just so much opportunity, and I've always felt like I'm stuck in a renter situation. Yeah. 
And I now see, like, over this next year, I have quite a decision to make uh, in terms of laying down roots here in Montgomery, buying a home. And Eddie Bader has been the guy walking me through that process. So if you are interested in buying or selling your home here in the River Region, Wetumpka, Prattville, Lake Martin, Lake Jordan, here in Montgomery, all points in between. Give Eddie Bader with the Goodson Group a call. 322-0662. Again, that number. 322-0662. And if you are active duty or retired military, uh, he knows how to get you the VA benefits that have to do with mortgages and that you've earned. So, give him a call. 322-0662. We have to hit a quick break here. Really, I'm just letting my hair down tonight. We're just hanging out. You're over there smirking right now. It's yeah, kind of giggling. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, your hair's already down. So. Yeah, that's true. I literally, oh, 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 figuratively. Yeah, figuratively. And literally. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Good decision, by the way, on the music. I was rocking up to the darkness this morning. You're welcome. Joey Clark. Uh, welcome back to it. And if you were tuning in to hear about the Inspector General's report, it was crap. Chewy. Just you know how Mr. Gimley, our yes. Fox Red Lab at the house, the red yes. fuzzy big booty Buddha. Yes. You know how we'll eat some steak or some chicken or whatever. He likes food in general. Yeah. And you have a little piece and you can lead him around by the nose. Yeah. But you finally give him a piece. I feel like I'm being led around by the nose by the national media. And they're not giving me a piece of steak or bacon. No. It's just bad media. It's bad. Bad media. It's just bad. Pissing me off. So, you know, we're talking about wrestling. Yes. Now, uh, we just were looking at the card for Money in the Bank. The Money in the Bank matches are going to be awesome. Yeah. I always look forward to those ladder matches. It should be fun. Um, But then there's Nia Jax, Ronda Rousey. I'm interested in that. Oh, who do we say? Elias. And Seth Rollins. Yes, Seth Rollins has been killing it. Former yeah, Mr. Had, Money in the Bank. Yeah. He's been killing it. And I and Elias is huge. I never thought, like, when I first saw him start his thing, he would get over as much as he is. Oh, he's great. He actually finished the song. I know. On Raw. I know. It's I like that dynamic. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, I'm just... I say I'm tired of the news, but I'm sitting there looking at it. Me too. It's just... Unfortunately. It's driving me nuts, man, because I generally think life is pretty good right now. Like, yeah. Like, I'm feeling better personally. Mm-hmm. I hope the North Korea thing works out. Mm-hmm. I, I hope Trump doesn't start any major wars. want the economy to keep humming. Mm-hmm. And yet we still have all these damn investigations, like, into the FBI and into the Trump campaign, and... I just want them to, like, come out with some clear finding. Yeah. that That's what I want. I want a good, clear, this is what happened, this is when it happened, right. this is the result of this happening, and then that way we can all be like, either Trump was put in by Russia or he wasn't. Right. 
Let's hear it, Bob. But come on, Mueller. At the same time, you got to take into account we had two horrible candidates right. for the president. Well, no, and I have to say, like these emails or no, these texts between Lisa Page and Peter Strzok, it smells. It smells like a kimchi truck crashed in a fish market. It stinks. It's terrible. Like, I know the kimchi's good for your bowels, but good lord, it just smells to high heaven. But I can't say definitively if there's mm. something going on or not. I think we're yeah, being led around like, by the nose. Neither, neither can I, and I blame the current political climate because yeah. of that, too. It really muddies, uh, really muddies the, the whole picture of things. Because, I mean, it's so, one side is so vociferally vociferously yes. anti-Trump. Mm-hmm. And then you have the other side, which is anti the Trump haters. Anti the anti-Trump. Yeah, yeah, anti the anti the Trump haters. And so whatever is going to happen, and this is my fear, is that whatever is going to happen, if Trump does, if the investigation does conclude that Trump did collude with Russia mm. for the entire for the entire uh, race, the anti-anti-Trump people are still going to be like, that's a conspiracy. Well, no, they're, they're not going to believe it. Yeah. And at this point, I, I kind of don't blame them. And you consider yourself a fairly conservative person politically, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, yeah, I, I do lean more towards the libertarian yeah, side. Like, like, as I've gotten older, right. I have, like, looking at the, just how the Republicans... Their rhetoric versus their actual platform is like, whoa. Yeah, damn whoa. rhinos. Exactly. And, yeah, so it's like, what happened to less government? What happened to free markets? Mm-hmm. What happened to less regulation? What happened to letting people do them? Yeah, that's what I thought things like. I, that's what I thought a large segment of conservatives believe. I think they still do. Yeah, but unfortunately, you have people like the Judge Roy Moores mm-hmm. who want to impose their religious beliefs into the into the platform. See, then Roy Moore's a weird case because I've actually had the chance when he was on these airways to ask mm-hmm. a few questions. Other than like the the so-called moral issues, right. like the hot button issues, like right. gay marriage and uh, abortion, um, he gave me the most libertarian answers on things like mass surveillance, like spying right. in the FISA courts, yeah. civil asset forfeiture, where they can just take your stuff because they suspect you of a crime. He was actually pretty good on that. Right. But unfortunately, it's those moral issues that take over... Define him. Yeah, that define him. And... Newsflash: You don't have to have a religious background to support like conservative libertarian principles. But we're in Alabama, Jonathan. I know. You're, we were born and raised. Well, where were I, we? I was born up in New York. Oh, that's the, you, damn Yankee. Right, but like I was like I lived there till I was two, and then moved back down okay, here. So, so you've lived here since you were two. Northern by birth, Southern by the grace of God, Joey. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird time. There is, I think, a, a crack up where 
even people that say I'm a conservative or I'm a Republican, I'm a Democrat, there's right. they don't feel at home in their parties. Right. And there's this fracturing going on. Like there is a clear Trump wing, like supporters mm-hmm. of the president. Then you have other conservatives who either were never Trumpers or they're just hesitant about can I go along with this guy? Then you have like the Bernie Sanders faction of the Democrats, and that's ever growing progressive wing, right. uber progressive wing of the party. But then there are parts of the Democratic coalition who don't like Bernie because he's mm-hmm. not as good on the identity politics stuff. I hate the identity politics. Yeah. Absolutely. You hate would it. say that white guy, straight white guy over there saying he doesn't like identity politics. How original. I mean, I agree with you, but how original. <laughs> Right. Hey, once that privilege comes to me, I will be more than happy to take it. Yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, I can't see you. I can't hear your arguments behind all this privilege here, you know. Just be an a-hole with it. Yeah. But yeah, there's, it's, I think it's a weird, fractured time. And what I try to do is just, you know, talk to people. Figure it out. Right. Like, and where are you actually coming from? What's your personal story? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why did I get so serious there? I don't know. Why are we talking like this? I don't know. It does. It is fun though. We're talking like this. Yeah, real deep yeah. and low. Hmm. Ooh, brother, brother, tell me something. Yeah, but I, anything. anything. <laughs> now you're freaking me out. <laughs> no, okay, that's a good moment. The congressional baseball game. <laughs> after a year after being shot, Steve Scalise is going to play ball second base, I believe. Good for him, man. Good for him. That was a freaky day. At least someone's getting the second base tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your eye. No. Not at all. Um, I'm back on the uh, the tender game. I've been swiping yeah. left and right. Yeah. it's. I feel stupid doing it. I I do as well. But it's, I, it's I, almost like I'm a mini on game it. on yeah. your phone, you know. Instead of Candy Crush or whatever the hell people are playing these days. It's like, well, swipe left, swipe right. All right. Are you good looking and okay? Swipe. See, but I actually read the descriptions. I I do as well. Yeah. I do as well. And then I pretty much play the numbers game. (laughs) So. um, Cast a wide net. Casting a wide net. um, Newsflash does not work out well for me. (laughs) No, it doesn't hardly. Tinder or anything like it hardly works out well for anybody. Yeah. It. Yeah. Well, and how many people are you going to find that want to, you know, watch like Money in the Bank? None. I don't know that. No, many no, actually, actually, it. me being a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. I contribute that to like it's a big reason as to why I'm still single. <laughs> you being a wrestling fan, <laughs> yes. because we geek out over this. Yeah, stuff. yeah, because hey, yes, we do geek out over this stuff, and it's like okay, if I'm like on a date and it's going like really well. Mm-hmm. Like, I've made this mistake a couple times. Oh, no. And it's backfired. And so, like, I've learned my lesson. What is this mistake you've made? So, it's like, oh, hey, so so what's your guilty pleasure? Oh, no. And they'll say something, you know, stupid, like, Real Housewives. And I'll be like, oh, well. Yeah, but you uh, accept it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, No, like, I accept it. I was like, ah, well, you know, it's like, uh, I'm a wrestling fan. And they're like, oh, okay. And then, and, they, and then it's like, oh. They judge like, like, you. Like, no, well, it's like after. After? It, well, like, 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 and 
it's a pretty good day. They're like, judging like, you in the moment. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. No, and that's that's the thing. That's the double standard. It like is. I can accept watching Real Housewives or House Hunters or something with a house. Well, House Hunters is pretty good. Yeah, it is actually. It's that really was a bad good. example. But I can watch your stupid reality TV crap if you can watch my stupid wrestling with me. It's called compromise, lady. They're both fake. See, and that, what I just did, that's the tone of voice you want to have when you first are, you know, trying to make it work with somebody. Right. Yeah, you want to be aggressive. Right. Yeah, Assert really let your it dominance out. over this situation. No, and I've gotten, I've received weird looks from people when I tell them, and I get into how big of a wrestling fan I am. Right. And like, you're the guy who wants to talk about politics and, like, the liberty stuff. I'm like, no, I love wrestling. I don't, it's it's a, like, just because I talk about these things doesn't mean I can't talk about wrestling. It's one of the few things that really does make me laugh, make me smile. Yeah. I, and people like, well, well, they don't have as many matches. I think that's changing, actually, with this new I, TV I think, deal. I think they're having, like, too much matches on the pay-per-views. Yes. Like, too many matches on the pay-per-views. I agree. And they're going to move towards, with this new TV deal, I think, having, Which is going to be interesting. It's with Fox, right? Yeah. Like, SmackDown is going to be on Friday nights. Wow. Live on Fox. Not not the cable. Not FS1. Like, but, like, WCOV, Fox 20. You're going to be watching... Wow. Uh... Friday night SmackDown. So I think what they're going to do is shift the product to where it's like big matches on television. Maybe. Or their television just has to get better. It does. It does. I mean, but I still watch it. Yes. I still support them. Yes. It, it's weird. It's like you kind of hate watch it. And because you're like, oh, well, I'm invested in it. It's mm -hmm. like watching a show that's like really good and it's gone downhill well but here what's happening and, in the wrestling world mm -hmm. is the same that's happening in almost every other creative field yeah. is you know wwe still the big thousand pound gorilla in the room but you now have like what that all-in uh mm -hmm. one-off show they're doing where it's all the different independent wrestlers or lesser brands like ring of honor and new yeah. japan like they sold out a ten thousand yeah arena. ten thousand seat arena which is really impressive considering no other wrestling promotion has done that other than the WWE in North America since like 99 or something like that. And that is a testament not only to the wrestling business, but to all sorts of businesses that you can make inroads around uh, mm -hmm. these big corporations that if you have a great, entertaining, compelling mm -hmm. social media presence, you can have a very successful career and comfortable life you don't have to go work for some big company right I, I think it should give a lot of people in like the creative work a, a lot of hope um and i think these big companies because of how much money they're having to spend to put on their productions they need to get better we're they watching do. at wwe because we can pull up youtube and watch an incredible omega okada match okada match and uh on you and have a lot of fun with that. Enough with the jump cuts. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want to get motion sickness while I'm watching a wrestling match. Right. Right. Well, I'm looking forward to this weekend, man. Yeah, me too. I'm going to have to join you in CrossFit, too. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll, I'll figure it out. I'll have to wake my butt up early. Yeah. Spend the money. Yeah. Get out there, get those muscles going. Yeah. And eventually, I'll be able to fit into those trunks in my fancy robe, and I'll yeah. quit this radio job, and I'll become an independent wrestler, and soon enough, 
be one of the Soon biggest star, superstars in the WWE. Just like that. Just like that. Yeah. Thanks for joining me, man. Not a problem. Thank you well, for I having me. I guess I'll see you at the house. Well, yeah, we're going to see each other yeah, we pretty do soon. We do live together. Thank you all for listening. I'll be back tomorrow night. I think uh, 84 is going to be here. He's going to be asking me four questions, as he has done several times in the past. Some of my favorite shows to do. It could be silly, could be serious. I don't know. And that's why I like it. Be back tomorrow night.